Hello and welcome to the Sower Podcast. My name is Paul Zapula. And I would like today to talk on the subject of Jesus and his love, grace, mercy, peace, compassion, authority. There are so many qualities of Jesus. I love talking about him, as you probably can detect from my voice, how it just ignites when I mention the name of Jesus. There's just so much misrepresentation about the Son of God, or God the Son, equal with God. The triune God becomes one of us in human form, and then calls us to himself. And I, and I, and I always think on Jesus as one who is the initiator. He's continuously initiating. You know, he's always asking, um, why are you here? What do you seek? Blind Bartimaeus was asked, what do you want? And he was constantly engaging people. And I love Hebrews 13 that says, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he doesn't change at all. He just does not change. So if we understand that, then we can understand more of what he's doing today yesterday and forever and i think that we we've got to get out of the mentality that jesus was this figure in history undeniable um atheists and you know agnostics and whomever else uh is is on the unbelieving side of christianity they cannot deny him it's it's Someone said it's like denying, you know, that Washington was our first president, you know, and the leader and victor in the Revolutionary War. Well, you could deny that all you want, but that doesn't change the historical realities of what took place some 300 plus years ago. So most people do agree with it. And in the same essence, people today are in that same frame of reference. The reference of, yes, Jesus existed. Yes, he died on a Roman cross. Yes, he performed miracles. Yes, he rose from the dead. And yes, he went to heaven. But that's not where the story ends. That's the beginning of the story. The continuation of the story is sending forth the Holy Spirit that he said to his disciples to wait in Jerusalem. And they did so in the upper room, 120 were gathered. And he said, until the promise of my father is now come upon you. And he often spoke of the Holy Spirit 
and said, he is the comforter and counselor and he will continue my work and he will abide with you and bring to memory all the things that I have said and done and he will teach you things of the kingdom and on and on and on he went. And yet, we don't hear enough about that today. And those that are void of the Holy Spirit are really of the mindset of Jesus being a historical figure and God being a figure who just is there, you know, like this um, entity or this, you know, deity. Well, if you read the Gospels, in which I encourage you uh, during this most difficult time in a pandemic when we're we're home alone often what a time to catch up on the gospels and their account and portrait and picture of Jesus the lamb of god the messiah of israel the servant of man the son of god the son of man the lamb John said, the Lamb of God who giveth his life for the world. How he washed the feet of the disciples. How he had compassion on the crowds. And said they're like sheep without a shepherd. How he longed to eat the Passover with his disciples and then said, I will not partake of it again until I eat it anew with you in the kingdom of God. How he reached even the thief dying for his crimes on the cross and said to him, today you'll be with me in paradise the magnetism that he had at the cross was just incredible to begin to ponder how the thief was drawn to him, how the centurion said truly this was the son of God and how others were enraged with fury, saying, if, if he was the Son of God, then let him come down from the cross that we might believe in him. He saved others. Why can't he save himself? The rage that people had at the cross. Is it not so today? Is it not so that when you speak of the death of Jesus, it's abhorrent? to certain people and it is a sweet offering to God for others on their behalf that they might be reconciled to God through the flesh and blood of the Son of God who redeemed them from the curse of the law, from the power of the grave and from the penalty of sin. This is the Jesus I want to speak more about. This is the Jesus I want to know more of. And I tell you, 
that I have had a personal turning point in my own life some two years ago, and it's been close to 40 years since I have journeyed with the Lord. And for some of you, you're saying 40 years, man, this guy's got to be an, an oldie. And yeah, I am aging, but I'm maturing and nurturing today in the latter part of my life than the former part. And I know that's kind of crazy because you're supposed to be getting older and I guess more, we used to say crotchety, but I'm getting more joyful, more cheerful, uh, more carefree, more in love with Jesus and in love with the things he loves. Waking up early and just going outside and hearing the birds he created, the sky, the stars, everything worships him who created all things. This is the Jesus I want to portray to others. This is the Jesus that I want others to know. You know what is incredible? That when people heard him, the scripture says, they were amazed and astonished. Amazed and astonished. Think about that. When was the last time you were amazed and astonished? We see so many ridiculously crazy things on YouTube and TV. It's almost like nothing really phases us anymore. You know, we go, wow. Oh, man, that was, that was amazing. But what we... Um, we what was the last time you were really astonished, like taken back, overwhelmed? Let me tell you of something that happened to me recently. In my drive to work, I was praying and I was asking God to please Give me a soul. No, I was driving, sorry, I was driving on an errand to the store, right? I had to go to Home Depot. And I'm driving, and I'm, I don't know, the Spirit of God came on me in, in such a heavy way, and I felt this astonishment and overwhelmment of the presence of Jesus. And uh, tears came to my eyes, and I, and I just said, Lord, I, I, I just want to share this experience with someone today. So please give me another soul today, Lord. Put someone in my path. It was all I wanted. Uh, I got a lot of needs. Don't get me wrong. I mean, just like you, I, you know, I pray about a lot of things and I want, I want to see a lot of things happen in my life and in the, you know, in the people that I love and care for. But there was this one burden on my heart and I just wanted to get it out to the Lord. So I just went about my errands and whatnot, and they ended up in you know the Home Depot and and the cashier that I was going to. She has that little name on their apron, you know, in uh, black ink, and her name was Zoe. And it just struck me because I've read so much about 
eternal life. And I've studied it. And the meaning of eternal life is zoe. Zoe is eternal life. So I, I had to tell her, do you know what your name means? And she said, yeah, it means life. And I said, well, it means even more than that. Can I, can I tell you what it means? She said, sure. And I said, it's eternal life. It's ongoing life. It's continuous life. It's the bread of life. It's the life that Jesus has come to give us. It's his life for us. And, and the Spirit of God did the work of God through the Word of God to her heart. And at that moment, she was astonished and amazed. And her eyes opened up. They actually, like, expanded. And I also was taken by this experience that was happening it was almost as if there was this shield around us and the Lord was doing something right then and there with his word to her heart and after we you know talked a little bit more I, I, I had a pause and say do you do you sense what's going on and she said yeah it was astonishing and that's what Jesus does. That's what he does. He's still astonishing. And when people are introduced to Jesus in another way that he is not, sometimes they're even turned off. But when Jesus fills the life of someone, they only but can give that life to another and that other life will be amazed and astonished at what he can do. I challenge you today. I challenge you. Please take me up on this challenge. Read through the Gospel of John and ask the Holy Spirit to magnify Jesus. Let, let your focus be only Jesus. I just want to see him. I love in, in the Gospel of John where the, the, the Greeks came to Philip and they said these amazing words. Which, which I really would hope, and, and I had that happen to me. My, 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 my dear niece, one, one Christmas day said to me, Uncle Paul, who is God? Who is Jesus? And I was just so ready to give an answer for the hope that was within me with gentleness and respect. And we had such a beautiful conversation about God and about Jesus. And the, the Greeks said to Philip, Sir, we want to see Jesus. You see, he's attractive. That's, that's what's happening with Jesus. He's attractive. He's attracting people. When he called someone, they were immediately attracted to him. 
People called out to him, son of David, have mercy on me. He was attracted to people. He told Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, you come down from that tree. Now I'm going to be in your house. And immediately he was attracted to Jesus <laughs> without hesitation. And I firmly believe he's doing that today. So I want to close with this. I want parents and, 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 and believers that are praying and, and trying to witness to others. And you're trying to lead them to the Lord and you're trying to implement God in every single circumstance. Let it go. Let God do his work through his word to those he has called. Let that happen. Live your creed. Let your life be the testimony. And when opportunity arises, the Lord will prompt you to speak forth. But don't let it come from you. Let it come from the leading of the Holy Spirit because he will create that right time the way he did with me, with Zoe. He will do that. Don't make something happen. Don't bang on closed doors. Leave it. Jesus knocks and his knock is on the interior door, not the exterior. So let's close in prayer today. And ask the Lord to continue to amaze us and astonish us. Father, we thank you today, Lord. I pray for that one who's sick, who needs healing. I pray for the one who's confused in mind and needs soundness of mind. I pray for the one who's afraid. And that your peace and love would eliminate this fear. I pray for the one who hasn't even decided to follow you, that he or she would investigate you and begin to read about you. I pray for the father who's wounded, for the mother who's bruised, and for the child who feels forsaken. Spirit of God, do the work of God in their lives. I pray this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Till next time. Blessings.